There it is. What's happening, guys? Gotta make sure. Uh, hmm. Gotta make sure the camera's on. Whoop! Don't get rid of that. Jeez. What's happening, guys? Yeah, I'm still working out this stuff when it comes to Streamlabs. Yeah, still trying to do all that. You know, making sure everything like flows a little bit. So, yeah. So there's still gonna be some uh, little mess ups right there. And I'm like, you know, and and I want to bring back my intro song as I. Uh, talk to you guys and definitely that's going to be um i'll get that back sooner or later but you know as of right now just still trying to work out all the stuff let's make sure everything's good it's happening we're good yeah it looks like we're good what is that i don't know what that is right there but there's something weird that's <laughs> happening on the screen um let me see all right see that you see that right there that's weird i don't know why that's there uh Something weird's happening. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure stuff out here, but there's like a weird little something something right there that I don't like it. Eh, nope, I don't know what the heck. There's like a little box right there that's that's for my pop-up. So what can you do? I don't know, guys. I'm still trying to figure this thing out, and it's all kind of loopy here. Hold on a sec. Let me see. Still struggling. Nope, nope. Don't want to do. Why is it doing that all of a sudden? I don't know what that. Why there's like that box right there. But uh, hey, what's happening, guys? I'm just gonna roll with it. What's going on? We got a lock zoo right here. Okay, so now it disappeared. Okay, cool. See, I'm I'm telling you what. What I've noticed about, and you know, I commend the people at Streamyard for going like, hey, OBS. It's pretty confusing. We'll simplify it for you. But of course, it's minimal. But man, I tell you what, when it comes to uh, the OBS kind of thing and, uh, you know, the way that uh, this all works out, I mean, it just, it's its kind of a pain, but it's, you know, there's a lot of technical stuff. So in Streamlabs, not exactly, you know, it's a little buggy. It does have its bugs. So, but anyways, what's going on, Mr. Fear Jason? How you doing, sir? Got hello, darling, we're here. Oh, you guys are saying hi to each other. What's going on? Exciting topics today. But yes, hashtag... Release the air cut and restore the Snyderverse. Why not? I like that. Oh, have fun. What? You and the... Yeah, the plumber. Hi, Mama Film Junkie. How's it going, Mom? Love you. What's going on, Edwin? How you doing? People saying hi to Mama Film Junkie. Like it. Like it. See, look at that. Hola. What's going on, sir? How you doing? Whoa. Took a little jump right there. What's the password? Iron Man sucks. Yes. Yes. I love that. That is a, a line from uh, Lego Batman, the Lego Batman movie right there. So, uh, I, hey, I try to look sharp, you know. Still trying to tweak some things to make sure everything looks pretty good. What's going on, Tyler? How you doing? We got Brandon Jones here. Good to see ya. I appreciate it. Yeah, it is a nice layout. It definitely is a nice layout. But like I said, I'm just still trying to work out all the uh, the controls and everything like that. Because like I said, with StreamYard, it's pretty basic. But they they... They made it manageable for people. When it comes to uh, Streamlabs, woo, it gets a little different. Yeah, that's why I, at the beginning I was like, what was that little box right there? I think it just kind of glitched up. What's going on, Mr. Gustavo? How you doing? Michael, how you doing? Good to see you too. I'm not sweating it. I'm not sweating. I didn't do my hair today. I, I was going to get a haircut today, but sadly that, that didn't happen. Just 
did not happen. Just a little disappointed about it, but you know, what can you do? What can you do? So, hello, M Enterprises. How you doing? Ascended Ancient, you're here too. What's up? <laughs> yeah, got some uh, Hamada side cheek uh, right there. You know, can we just, uh... there we go. Just slap them a couple times, whatever. Ah, speaking of Lego Batman, there it is. Yeah. Yeah, what's going on, Mr. Eric? Starting soon. Screen is a nice workaround. Yeah, for the YouTube. Yeah, exactly. That's why I kind of wanted to do that because, um, yeah, I know sometimes, like, right when you start, it's like, yeah, boom, an ad shows up, which, of course, you know, helps, uh, helps out. The, it supports the channel. So there is that aspect of it. So, but, uh, you know. So I figured just have that little startup screen that goes on for a couple minutes. And then I, you know, I flashed the, uh, the topics of the main topics of the show. So that's what I wanted to do when it came to that, just to kind of be like, okay, this is what I'm going to be talking about. I mean, obviously you guys know what the main topic's going to be, but we're also going to talk about Shang-Chi reactions that, you know, the premiere was last night. We're going to talk about a potential hmm, Black Canary series which might be uh, coming about. And then I'm going to react to Star Wars Visions because I, I have not reacted to that. I have not watched the trailer, so we'll be doing that. So, yes, I know. Give it some time. It's, yeah, yeah. And then there's even, like, certain things where I'm going, okay, I need to do this, I need to do that. And I've even tweaked a couple of things, too. Taco Tuesday. It is Taco Tuesday, Mr. Carey. And, uh... Yeah, I mean, you know, it's funny too. Is I like I have like like a pound and a half of flat meat that I've been making, so I should have got some little tortillas for that. Little tortillas. What's going on, David and Milana? How you doing? We got Tehran right here. What's up, bud? This guy, Nirvana, Dave Grohl. Yes, Lane. I get it. You prefer the drummer, Dave Grohl, but you know, I I turn. I push against that because I love me some uh, lead singer Dave Grohl, but I love both. That's the thing. I love both. So, uh, still nothing uh, about that. <laughs> uh, I'm not, not for me to comment on. Not for me to comment on. So, yay, Mr. Rose. What's up, sir? How you doing? Uh, did the Dodgers win last night? Oh, uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I figured, I figured it was fitting. You know, I went in my closet and I went... Boop, boop, boop. Oh, yeah. Gonna wear the cyborg shirt, cyborg shirt today, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything everything definitely looks better when it comes to all this stuff. I know. It actually looks like there's a brick wall back there and a poster. Crazy. Love it. Hello to Harlan. We got Krypton Pictures here. How you doing? Yes. And we got Landon here, too. Everybody's uh, joining the fun. Taco Tuesday. Yes, I know. I know, seriously, anything else, Shang-Chi might be good. Uh, okay, so I think we're all good with all that. So thank you guys for joining. Thank you guys for clicking in Yeah, to uh, Film Junkie Live. I mean, um, yeah, and thank you for the positive feedback and everything. And then, of course, uh, it's Tuesday, so we're definitely going to be doing a post-show. You members will do a post-show stream, and you guys can join in and pick my brain a little bit i mean i don't really have much tea but me you know i don't know just pick my brain we'll talk for a little bit like we do every tuesday it's good stuff uh, yeah hamada bots like jose oh jeez, watch out watch out what's going on there mr uh movie watchman how you doing good to see you good to see you 
<clears throat> started watching baseball because it comes in more. Oh, yeah, there you go. You should watch baseball. I mean, I, I don't know. I have grew up on baseball. It's my favorite sport. I played baseball. And, yeah, I just absolutely love it. And one of my favorite things, I mean, really, like, one of my favorite things to do when I'm all done with this and I've made my dinner, I've eaten my dinner, what I do is, like, you know, I finally, because, like, I, like I've told you guys, I'm a, I'm a guy that stands up. Like when I'm working back and forth between regular job and this job, there's no my, my computer chair is pushed out. So I just I stay on my feet. Stay on my feet. Even when I'm doing this, of course. Stay on my feet. So then when it finally all said and done, pull up the chair, get everything all nice and relaxed and everything, and I put on the Giants game and I start, you know, cutting out some of the uh the topics of the stream to do in film junkie shots and I'll even like start making some thumbnails it's just fun so i got the giants playing and winning usually <laughs> and uh that was for you jose and mom um and then yeah and then i'm just like doing my editing thing so it's it's pretty awesome stuff what's going on mr superior how you doing good to see you uh but yeah i do wish i had some tacos that like that yeah so i know look at that yeah Taco Tuesday, I'm not having tacos. I know. It's all, all this talk about Taco Tuesday. All of a sudden, I'm just like, oh, my stomach's going, let's get some tacos. And I, like I said, I have flat meat, which is really good for tacos. You slide, you know, it's almost, it's pretty much carne asada, you know. It's thin. Spice it up a little bit. But I don't have any tortillas, sadly, so. Ah, how dare you? I'm going to put on a hex on the Giants. Go ahead. Put a hex on the Giants. See what happens. See what happens. Have taco fucking Wednesday. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I watch football too. Yeah, but I don't really have a favorite team, you know? Like, even though I'm a Giants fan, San Francisco, I'm not a, I'm not, I mean, I kind of like, ah, oh, yeah, 49ers, sure, you know, but at the same time, I just, I've never had, I never really had a uh, football team. Never really had a football team. I mean, I like playing fantasy football, which is what I usually do every um, every year. Um, ooh, yeah, I got to make sure I'm, we're good on that. But, uh, you know, I have a family league and a uh, an online uh, movie person people league. And it's always a lot of fun. So I just kind of watch and I just I love I love watching football, but I just don't have I don't exactly have a team. So just never really had a team. You know, my brother, he's a Niners fan. My dad's a Rams fan. Uh, obviously, you know, L.A., S.F., so. The Bears, the Bears. I know, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. Not really a basketball guy either. I'll watch the playoffs, but, you know, just not really like, not really that into it. I'm not going to lie. But, you know, nothing wrong with it. But when it comes to the playoffs, that's usually when I watch because, my God, the playoffs just get insane. Insane. So, but anyways, oh, Al, Pas Al Pastor, oh yes, Al Pastor, tacos, yeah, you're, you're speaking my language right there. I always try to go for that. I mean, even if like there's some car carnitas, carnitas, there's like, uh, when I go to the grocery store that I go to, man, they have these like packaged up like carnitas already like pre-prepared. Man, is it good. You just warm it up in the microwave and I had it last week. I never had it before, man, really delicious, you know, throw, throw a little salt and pepper on there. Yeah. Not a soccer guy. I did play soccer, though, for about three years. I did play soccer when I lived in Alabama. Yeah. yeah I did. Um, 
I did have, uh, I did, I was part of a, a soccer league for three years when I lived there. But when I moved to Cali, I was like, eh, I don't want to play soccer anymore. Just baseball because soccer was fine. It was actually funny. Little fun fact about me, like the very first game that I ever played soccer, you know, the very first game that we had, and we were the Turtles, the Turtles, um, you know, good name. I like Turtles. And I scored the very first goal of the game. My very first goal, very first game, everything. So maybe my maybe soccer was a calling for me, and I just didn't take the opportunity because I don't know. It's fun, but I don't know. I, I like the, the 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 technical aspect of baseball, the game of inches, the fact that you know it's it's very much a strategy game. I mean, every game, every sport is a strategy sport, but there's something about baseball that just it's different because if you actually look at football, soccer, hockey, basketball, you know, there's a correlation there. There's a correlation there. There's two goals on each side and every team is trying to get, there's a net, there's a net and there's a ball or something. I mean, yeah, there's a puck in hockey, but you know, it's two sides, two goals. You're trying to get to the other side with the ball or puck or whatever, or you know, even though football, I know I get it, it doesn't really make sense because, you know, in America, we just don't make sense. It just sounds cool. Football, even though it has no, I mean, that's why, every, you know, everywhere around the world, they call it football because it makes sense. You're literally kicking the ball with a foot. You can't touch it with your hands. I mean, but let's face it, hand egg doesn't sound cool. Can you imagine like, hey, let's go play some hand egg. Anybody up for some hand egg? Are we playing fantasy hand egg? Today, what's going on? It's hand egg. Hand egg Sunday. That's right. Anybody? No, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. But, you know, that's why I like baseball because, you know, it's different from those main sports. It's not, it's not a grid where you're trying to go on both sides, try to get stuff in some nets. It's different. It's different. So, anyways, what's going on, Shamagic? Dude, Shamagic, I'm telling you guys, you guys need to uh, check out this. Instagram, your last your last card trick, I don't know how you did it. It's not even like regular cards. Not even regular cards um, that you did. I saw, I just I just watched it before, like like a half hour ago or 20 minutes ago. And man, I don't know how you do that stuff, man. But it was uh, it was pretty crazy. It was uh, it was definitely uh, pretty crazy. Look at that right there. That's interesting, right? <laughs> there we go. Get rid of that. <laughs> All right, we can go. No, we don't have to go like that. All right. So, anyway, so I appreciate you guys. Oh, there we go. And that just doesn't. Let me see. Okay. Anyways, all right, let's go to the tweets. We'll start off by going to the tweets. I still don't have my drops, you know, logged in on here, so I apologize. But, uh, yeah, we'll go to the tweets right now. All right. Make sure I got that. Let's go to the tweets. All right, go to the tweets. Here we go. What's happening in the Twitter world right now? All right, so let's see what's happening. All right, so I kind of wanted to talk about this. It wasn't going to be one of the main subjects, but it is. It is interesting. It is definitely interesting. Uh, we're hitting for uh, we're hit, we're hearing from Denny, Dennis, Denny. Uh, <laughs> Denny, you know, I, I always have trouble with his uh, his last name right here. See that thing? See the subscribe button I'm having still problems with because it seems like it just, 
always goes away. I don't know why. It's because of that? I don't know. I'm having a problem with that little subscribe button. It's showing up in my Streamlab thing, but uh, not exactly uh, that. See, you could see it in my Streamlab thing, but it's not showing up. I don't know why. Anyways, so well, that's besides the point. Who cares? You guys know what to do. Subscribe, hit that like, thumbs up, do all that stuff. Um, I'm not sure why that little button doesn't want to be like showing up. But uh, yeah, let's talk about Denny, Dennis, Denny. When he talks about, uh, you know, Dune Part 2, which, of course, is, you know, we know that Dune is coming out and it's only going to be half that book. If you've seen that book, it's, yeah, it's pretty thick. So, obviously, it's not going to be, they're not going to do the full book. So, in a recent interview, he, uh, Denny says, like, uh, Dune Part 2 is likely to happen as Warner Brothers and Legendary are 100% behind the project. They feel it would need it would uh, it need a really uh, bad outcome at the box office to not have Dune Part 2 because they love the movie. Which, yeah, it's great to hear. It's great to hear that uh, that we love the movie. And just like looking into uh, deeper into the uh, conversation. says So the first thing was to prove that there was a beautiful, popular movie that can exist. And I think that I proved that. Everybody at Warner Brothers and Legendary, they are 100% behind the project. They feel that it would need a really bad outcome, blah, blah, blah. Just kind of like, like what they said. So, you know, I'm very optimistic. So he's very optimistic about that. And uh, Denny also said he was not happy about the HBO Max simultaneous release but understands the pressure that studios are under due to the pandemic. The director feels the enemy of cinema is the pandemic. No shit. And that the movie was made as a tribute to the big screen experience. So this is what he's saying right here, of course. Uh, and then, of course, uh, let's see. When you have has been vocal in the past about the issues and blah, blah, blah. With the box office struggling to catch up to pre-COVID times, it's certain, certainly uh, possible that the anticipation for, yes, could uh, could get all that right there. So that's the nerve-wracking part when it comes to uh, Dune because I want this movie to be big-time successful. It looks gorgeous. Everything about it um, is gorgeous. I mean, even these two are gorgeous. Right, Timothy? I mean, let's face it. He's he's pretty even though it's like, dude, lift a weight or two. Get a dumbbell. Um, eat a sandwich. Uh, but, you know, of course, Rebecca Ferguson. But, yeah. So, I don't know. It's like I love the fact that he said he understands what's happening out there and the pandemic and everything. I'm glad he's kind of come around because, you know, let's face it. This, it's what, I, what I've seen on the timeline when it comes to Dune is, yeah, people, there are people, especially people that love movies, they want this movie to be successful. But it's like, is it going to capture that audience to warrant a Dune part two? And, you know, fingers crossed that, that it does. And the trailers are absolutely gorgeous and they're playing in front of all, you know, the big movies, which is good. But I'm just like, you know, there's a worry there. There's a worry. And Jose, shut up. I see you. I see you with your sleepy emoji. Don't, don't, don't you dare. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's a little nerve wracking. It is definitely a little nerve wracking when it comes to this. So when it comes to Dune, but let's just, uh, let's, uh, you know, fingers crossed. Let's, it's coming out in, uh, October. So we got Venom also going to be out there too. So. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see the response to Dune and with the, you know, with the apocalypse. I'm not even calling it the pandemic anymore. It's the apocalypse. All right. Still the apocalypse. 
you know, this virus ain't going away anytime soon. And, uh, you know, not even the vaccination could get rid of it. It just kind of uh, helps people uh, get through it when they get it. So, yeah, I don't even know why they call it a vax anymore. They should just call it just call it a treatment. That's what I say. You know, vax usually, you know, shields you from it. Yeah, you can still kind of get it and pass it around. So I know there's a lot of people still nervous to go out into the movie theater because, yes, you could still get it and you could still transmit it. And that's the whole issue with it. I mean, yeah, we're kind of living in a movie right now when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to this damn damn virus. But you know, like I said, at least uh, at least that at least the jab, as they're calling it, is helping people when they actually get it. And you know, the symptoms aren't bad, and they're not like laying out on their ass. So that's good. So that's good. I know. How dare me? Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the mind killer. Don't fear going to the movies, guys. That's all I gotta say. Anyways, let's move on. This is hilarious, Aaron uh, Bailey. <laughs> I mean, come on, come on. This is uh, this is awesome right here. This is awesome. I, I love this right here. I absolutely love this. Uh, apparently, he reposted it. I didn't see it the first time, but this is some uh, this is some good uh, fan art right here. <laughs> it's uh, you know Justice League Superman waiting for those pizza rolls. I mean, yeah, when you're hungry, you got the munchies. I mean, pizza rolls are going to hit the spot. And apparently, uh, yeah, there it is. Pandemic is the uh, theater uh, killer. There you go, Mr. Bailey right there. So, But, yeah, good job on this drawing right here. This, uh, I had a good laugh when I saw this on my timeline. So appreciate that, sir. Appreciate that. Hey, Jason Momoa. Let's see. Hold on. Before that. Oh, yeah. There was something I wanted, I was going to mention yesterday, and I totally forgot to, but apparently there's going to be a Field of Dreams remake that's going to series. It's going to be a series, and, you know, when it comes to all-time iconic great baseball movies, Field of Dreams is going to be up there. I would say probably up there in my top five as well. I mean, it's a different kind of movie. My, my, my all-time favorite baseball movie is Major League because it's an R-rated, just you know, misfits you know, it's awesome. Love that movie. And of course, Sandlot, uh, Little Big League. Uh, I mean, for love of the game, there's all there's a lot. There's, you know, there's some good baseball movies out there. But of course, Field of Dreams is going to be up there. And apparently, yes, um, there's going to be a series based on it that got ordered by Paramount. So I'm kind of curious how they do it right there. Somebody actually suggested that maybe um, you know, main character, whether it's going to be based off Kevin Costner's character or not, I don't know where he just kind of utilizes the, uh, you know, the ballpark as helping people out. Kind of like each episode would be him helping somebody out through the magic of baseball. I kind of I, I dug that when somebody responded to that. So it should be interesting to see what they do with that. So, And then Jason Momoa reveals he won't allow his kids to watch many of his early roles, namely Baywatch. <laughs> Highway, uh, Baywatch Hawaii, and uh, Game of Thrones. Well, I can totally understand why he doesn't have his uh, kids watch Game of Thrones, but he says, we don't say the B word at, at home. We hide all of that, mate. That happened. That never happened, mate. So there you go. So when it comes to, look at that. Look, look at that young stud right there. Look at that young stud right there in Baywatch. You just knew. You just knew. He was like, you know what? He was destined to be Aquaman. He definitely was. But, uh, yeah, apparently, according to him, he does not let his kids watch any of that. So, makes sense. Definitely makes sense. So, And I, I didn't know this, but apparently Patrick Swayze had a DeLorean in the 80s. Good on him. Hey, 
DeLoreans were cool, man. So, yeah, he had a DeLorean. May he rest in peace. This is pretty cool right here, too. If you guys haven't seen this movie, a little behind the scenes of it, Internal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. If you want to talk about uh, a really good, I mean, I wouldn't call it a romantic comedy, but it's a good, and I don't know. It's got comedy elements to it, but, yeah, they're just showing some, like, little behind the scenes of how they achieved that. I love the perspective thing right here when they were supposed to be small. Yeah, really great movie. One of my all-time favorites, to be honest. And then uh, Brian Cranston, Hope Davis, Jeffrey Wright, and Lee Schreiber. Lave, um, they've all joined Paul, uh, no, Wes Anderson. I almost said Paul W.S. Anderson. No, that guy doesn't make good movies. Um, no, Wes Anderson, he's stacking up his cast. You know how he does. So they've just been added to the cast. Hey, Mr. Paul, heavy spoilers. You guys should really check out this video that he posted talking about the Flash scene and Zack Snyder's Justice League, of course, talking about it being the perfect scene. Great video. Love, Paul. Had him on the Vodka stream. Pre-recorded interview. If you guys haven't checked it out, check it out. Really good conversation with him. Hope, hopefully I can get him on again and, um, you know, just get more conversations But with him. But, yeah, he uh, made this video today. He posted this video talking about the Flash scene being a perfect scene. And, yeah, I would say, yeah, I agree with the video heavily so make sure you guys check that out good stuff right there we'll talk about that hey look at that clerks three clerks three happening right now <laughs> it's gonna be interesting to see what they do so apparently rosario dawson's character still works at movies and i don't know i guess they're together now and then there's this guy that was showed up in clerks two so it's gonna be interesting to see where they uh, they go with Clerks 3, because I love the first Clerks. Second Clerks was good, too, but first, first Clerks was uh, pretty inspiring, the fact that Kevin Smith just kind of rounded up some money, shot it in black and white, and uh, it's a good flick. It's a good flick. David Lowry apparently is a fan of Zack Snyder's Justice League. I love the Snyder Cut. It was a great movie. Some director's cuts are better than others. Apocalypse Now never got better than the original cut, in my opinion, but Blade Runner did? I could definitely edit a better version of Ain't Them Body Saints Now, nine years later, but I'd rather let it rest. So he's talking about that. Apparently, uh, yeah, he was like all about it, and he said right here, he said Shiva Baby and maybe Justice League also had a great time with Fear Street Trilogy, which is cool. Um, I'm sure you've been asked, but what is your favorite movies? Yeah, he said maybe Justice League. So David Lowry, a fan, a fan of Zack Snyder's Justice League, one of his favorite films of the year. So I, I did find it kind of funny that I actually saw this and I wish I had my facepalm naked gun um, drop because I saw somebody literally go, you know what? I plan on watching green the green knight legally what <laughs> so uh, you know somebody in the snyder fandom i saw in my timeline said oh yeah i plan on now watching the green knight legally and i went okay you're okay uh, this goes back to my whole thing stop with the proclamations that you're gonna pirate a movie but this, like, this, this is the Green Knight. This is something that was, you know, original. That's not a CBM. That, 
that is very well made that you should probably just watch in the first place. And I literally saw that. And I saw other people too going like, well, I'm going to support the Green Knight now. I'm like, why weren't you doing it before? Can we, can we, it's not all about the CBMs. Can we support original movies too? That's all. I mean, I just, I saw some of that, but yeah, that was the uh, the worst one right there. I was like, Jesus Christ, come on! But it's good, it's good that that uh, that he's supporting that. But I'm at the same time, I'm like, Jesus, man. <sighs> it's like watch. I mean, this is a good movie, very well made, and just support it just because it's it's original cinema. Jesus Christ, not just because. Oh, he liked. He liked my fandom movie, so I'm going to go support him. It's like, no, that's not how it works. But yeah, and the fact that somebody actually said that, I went, oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. You know, Doc, Doc Savage, is pirating good or bad? Well, I don't care what you do. It's the proclamations that people put out there that say, like, I'm going to pirate this. It doesn't make you cool. You're publicly admitting that you're stealing and, you know, do whatever you want to do in your own time. But when people are, like, constantly saying that they're going to pirate something, like, they're fucking awesome. I don't know. That's what I can't stand. There's some pretty cool drawings right here. Nightmare Batman and a Kilowog right there. Uh, from Santiago Basa Villa Villabosa. Boso? Yeah. So, Nightmare. There you go. Pretty cool stuff. Pretty cool stuff. And uh, apparently uh, they, they somebody deleted this. said, oh, what clickbait nonsense. I had the Suicide Squad fight Star-Roar instead of Superman because I liked the story better. So remember yesterday we were talking about how James Gunn had the idea about the Suicide Squad fighting Superman. Um, and apparently what it said in the article or what, 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 what the uh, general, I guess, response to that was, was they didn't, Warner Brothers didn't know what Superman they, that they wanted to do or was Cavill still Superman or whatever the hell. But James Gunn, who's done this many times, cleared it up and said that um, he liked the Starro. Uh, he liked Starro better than Superman and said, quit Jerry rigging a bunch of out of context quotes. <laughs> so there you go. Ah, uh, there you go. Hey, look at me and Garza right there. Yeah, this is when we're talking about you fucked up when you have to delete your burner account. <laughs> It was a good time with Garza, kind of just catching up and everything. <clears throat> and everything. Hey, happy birthday. Happy birthday, yo. Yo. It's your birthday. Happy birthday, yo. <coughs> Sorry. That was my terrible Robert De Niro impression, but yeah. he. Uh, it's his birthday today, so happy birthday, Robert De Niro. And uh, dear Santa, dear Santa, apparently they're going to be, you can get a sticker book for Ghostbusters. <clears throat> and you can get a mini ghost trap. I need this in my life. I'm just saying. It's also got a strobe light thing. Come on. Come on. So whenever this is available, I need to have it. A mini ghost trap. Yes. Ha. Gotta have that. Ghostbusters fans, you know you want it. Of course, we'll be talking about that. Uh, and then, yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, Journey Smollett. My God. I mean, this is why we love Journey Smollett. And, of course, we're going to talk about, you know, her potential Black Canary series. But she uh, she did she did a little uh, dress up as, uh, as uh, <laughs> you know, a little Breaking Bad right here. So, yeah. Oops. Uh, so that's her in her tidy whities and a green shirt holding a squirt gun. And there's a mask down there. But, uh, yeah, 
Good stuff. Good stuff. Walter White Smollett right there. I like it. And then, of course, I mean, that's not exactly a Winnebago, but hey, whatever. Works. That's why we love her. And hey, here's um, here's something that uh, Mr. Uh, Captain Boomerang himself, he, this is what they had to say right here when he's on Jimmy Fallon. Uh, this is the second time that you're playing Captain Boomerang. That's right. That is a fantastic name. Isn't it a great name? That's who I would want to play if I'm in Suicide Squad. I go, who's yeah. playing Captain Boomerang? Yeah, Captain uh, Boomerang. Yeah, and a lot of people online have Bullshit, been uh, really uh, stomping for a spinoff. They want to know the, the so origin I. story. I mean, let's do it. Get on with it. Let's go. Give let's the people what they want. Get the people a standalone Captain Boomerang Absolutely. movie. Would you, you would, would you be up for that? Listen, I have a saying, and it's the, that a boomerang always comes back. Wow. So, uh, boomerang always comes back. opportunities galore with him. We can do all of it. TV series, spin-off, whatever you want. Pop up in the flash. Yes. Yes. Yes, Jay Courtney. That's what we want, for you to pop up in the flash. I think we all can kind of agree with that. But, I mean, yes, boomerang, yes, I know. We know his fate in the Suicide Squad. And yeah, spoiler alert if you didn't. I mean, I think we all kind of assumed that he was going to get off in there. But yeah. But I like what he had to say. A boomerang can always come back. So you never know. What if he ends up popping up in the Flash? That would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. And uh, yes, guys, I was continuing my Lois and Clark watch last night. So I, did a, I, um, I snapped a couple of pictures right here. Um, it was the episode where there's a heat wave happening in Metropolis in November, and they don't understand why. They suspect it's because Superman is causing the heat because anytime he uses his powers, it makes the weather go wonky. And I just kind of find it funny because, like, literally the whole cast are wearing, they're all sweating, and they're all wearing, like, beach gear, yet Clark is not sweating and still wearing his suit. And I was just kind of going, yeah, this is where you start looking over at Clark and going, hey, wait a minute. Why aren't, what, what I, I, I don't, uh, and Lois actually in this episode, she does point out, what planet are you from where you're not sweating? It's like, come on, Lois. <laughs> come on, Lois. Please, please. And then I, I, I just, of course, made this joke that Snyder was totally ripped off Lois and Clark because, yeah. There's a, this is actually a really good episode, to be honest. But yes, Superman actually stands in trial because he has to like talk about how, is it me that's causing this heat wave and blah, blah, blah. So literally there's like a whole courtroom aspect to this, uh, a part to this, to this episode. So of course I just made the joke that uh, Snyder ripped off Lois and Clark right here. And, uh, and then, yeah. Okay. So it, it I've, I've, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. The fucking fans with the ribbons that are on TV shows and movies. My God. Okay, so it was bad. It's, it's, always, it's always annoying to see that. I mean, it was really bad in Top Gun, but Jesus Christ, this episode of Lois and Clark and the ribbons all over the fans, it was, it was like they were, they were throwing a party. Because there's so many fans and there's ribbons just all over it. It's like, we get it. We get that there's moving air coming out of these fans. But look at all that. I just snapped a quick picture. There's ribbons everywhere. It's like they were fucking having a 4th of July party. Jeez. Anyways, I think that's pretty much it. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much it right there. Back to full screen. But yeah. Oh, man. 
Tell you what. So it was just, yeah, just some of the stuff that uh, that I was pointing out right there. Still, Dean Cain is awesome. And, uh, Dean Cain, you know, I like him as Superman. You know, it's funny, too, because one of the things that, like, now rewatching Lewis and Clark, I was kind of going, he didn't really change when it came to his Superman and Clark. But that's actually not true. He actually did a good job of trying to be, like, two different personalities. And, I mean, even though it's like, yeah, you could tell that that's the same guy he, they still did a pretty good job you know they changed the hair he kind of like you know he's he does different facial expressions he is a little bit more sto- like er, i'm a little more stoic as superman and uh yeah he kind of changes his voice a little bit so he you know he did a pretty good job i know people i know people don't really uh like him now because of certain things but you know i'm just going by the nostalgia and watching lois and clark you know so that's that's all i'm doing all right let's get to the topics at hand here all right let's talk about the ray fisher definitely uh won't support hamada dc films all right so this is the um this is the video that's been floating around today and of course a lot of people were talking about it and uh you know one of the things that when it comes to stuff like this well let's let's just bring up the video right now Let's just uh, let me let me make sure I found let me make sure I got the video linked up here. But yeah, he was uh, I forgot exactly where he was at too when he was he was up on stage. And uh, where where the hell? Yeah, can't find it. Of course, I swear. Sometimes I think my Twitter feed is just like I can't find things on my Twitter feed. Here it is. All right, so this was at uh, Geek Cult wait Geek Culture. Oh, this is at MegaCon. There you go in uh, Orlando. All right, so here's uh, here it is right here. Oop. Let's go ahead and listen to him talk about this right here. But that's a that's a complicated question. I think ultimately, you know, how people spend their money determines what happens and what does not happen in this business, and particularly in comic books and in DC and all of that. Uh, for me, there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Obviously, I've not been a stranger, I've not been shy, rather, about talking about all the things that have occurred over the last year, the back and forth that I've had personally and publicly with Warner Brothers Pictures, Walt Ramada, and the rest of the crew over there. Uh, for me, I think it all starts with an apology uh, coming from the Warner Brothers side of things. Um, there's a lot of just really, just really uh, uh, gnarly stuff that has gone down uh, especially publicly, you know. Uh, what Walter and I and Warner Brothers Pictures attempted to do uh, professionally and personally during one of the most crucial years for black people in the history of really humanity is just unacceptable. So until such time where an apology is issued, uh, and I probably won't be supporting any of Walter and I production period. Uh, I probably, I definitely will not be supporting any Walter and I production period. And it's a tough thing because I'm a DC fan through and through. I love these characters. Um, but sometimes, you know, you got to give up what you love to do what's right. And so I'm going to keep going. Got to give up what you love because of uh, to do what's right. So there you go, guys. There's, uh, there's Ray pretty much telling everybody that, like, hey, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to support any uh, Walter Hamada DC films. And I mean, I'm sure whoever asked that question was probably talking about The Flash. You know, I was definitely talking about The Flash and everything that happened there. So 
I remember there was like a lot of back and forth because even Ray Fisher was, you know, I think there was at one point he did say that he was going to um, maybe eventually watch The Flash. I don't know. I mean, obviously there's, you know, when we, when we see the behind the scenes with him and, um, and Ezra Miller, I mean, we obviously know that they became really close. They were close friends and everything. So I'm sure there's a lot, you know, I don't know how much conversation there has been between Ezra and him. And we know that he met up with Andy Muschietti and they were talking and, and the Muschietti's were definitely all about having a Ray in the Flash movie. But, you know, when it comes down to it, it's like, hey, Walter, just say something. I know he doesn't have... I know he doesn't have like a probably a Twitter or a social media or anything like that, God forbid, but it's like just put out a statement. I don't know, I but I, at the same time, I don't, I don't see that's I don't see that happening, but it's just like if you want to clear up this, I mean that's what I've always said is like yeah, this the, the Flash movies always had this like kind of, you know, it's always been a curse on it because it was always in development hell and went through like what four different directors and now that it's finally shooting we still have this whole situation and, and it sucks too because i've expressed many times that the movie would have been better to have this guy in it for sure but totally understandable that it's not going to happen because of all that and then of course now there's all you know there's that the, the discourse in the fandom where it's like all right now I see a lot of people, of course, doing the whole thing like, you know, not going to support, not going to support, which is totally fine. I've always said, don't if you don't want to support the movie, you don't want to do it. That's totally fine. Perfectly OK. Do it. Uh, people obviously have to tweet it every day, which I hate. I hate the fact that people constantly have to like, you don't have to tweet it every day. You know, it's just we get it. We get it. We totally get it. Uh, I mean, I've told you my stance on the whole thing. It's like, it's hard for me, you know, because I love movies, love The Flash. And, you know, we got Muschietti. Come on, man. I kind of want to support the guy. You know, he's he, he's not the one that caused this whole shit show. He's just uh, trying to make a good movie. And I want to see him further his career because I'm really liking what he's done, you know. And it's like, I, I want to support that guy. Um, so, you know, of course, there's a lot of things like... Uh, that I saw today back and forth when it came to stuff. But it's just like, it's it's all very interesting because, you know, Ray obviously, I think now he's just at the point since he hasn't gotten that apology, he hasn't gotten any kind of whatever the hell, that he's just like, all right, well, fuck all you, you know, we're not going to, I don't, I don't care. I'm not going to support anything that has that guy's name attached to it. Um, you know, and, and it's funny too, because when it comes to the Suicide Squad, Oh, man, did it feel kind of weird to see, like, Zack Snyder and freaking Walter Hermana, like, right there, the Snyders with Hermana, ugh, ugh, I, you know, ugh, I'm wondering what Zack felt about that when he saw, like, his name, like, pretty much next to Hamada's name, ugh, that had to be, that had to be a little gross, I'm not gonna lie, that had to be, like, for him, yeah, that definitely had to be a little bit, you know, a little gross when it came to that, so, um, no, but, uh, when it comes to all that, um, you know, like I said, I've said it before and I'll say it again. It's just like, yeah, if you don't want to support it, fine. If you do, if you're, if you're excited for it, that's fine too. And, but there's always, there's always that discourse of like, oh, you can't have both. You can't, you can't be hashtag. I stand with Walter Hamada and you, all right. Whoa, shit. There you go. See, I just totally messed up that. Don't have that hashtag. Sorry. That was a slip. 
I stand with... <laughs> Someone's going to clip that out and be like, see, Dave, he supports Walter Hamada. Said it right there. Said it right there. Hashtag, I stand with Ray Fisher. And it's like, so then you can't have like, you can't have both. You can't have both. But at the same time, I'm just kind of going like, you know, you got some actors in here. You know, you got your Ezra Miller. You got your Ben Affleck, Michael Keaton, Kersey Clemens. You got a, uh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, wow. I know. It was a Freudian slip. I know. Cancel me. Cancel me. Cancel me, guys. Cancel me. It's all right. It was about, you know, like I said, I keep getting canceled every time when I do a live show. So I stand with him. What? Chase. Now, um, now when it comes to all this, uh, I know now, like now with that little slip, now I just, that's all thinking about and then looking at that. Next thing I'm going to say is like, I believe Joss Whedon. I know I, I have to get that. I have to get that. I have to get that drop back. Ugh. But, uh, in a motto. <laughs> uh, see, I'm also getting paid by Walter Hamada, guys, just like with Jeff Johns. Remember, we talked about that yesterday. I get paid by both. What can I say? See, I just kind of slip it in there, and then all of a sudden I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna check my Venmo and be like, okay, confirmed. We're good. We're good. So now, now, but you guys know what I was talking about. Yeah, it's like you can't have both, and you know, some people are just always gonna always gonna point the fingers. And uh, they're always going to make it about them. I, I, I hate that whole thing. It just seems like some people, when it comes to like certain situations that I've seen on my timeline, it's like it's always about what, you know, them and blah, blah, blah. It's like and then they want to point the finger. They want to call you racist or blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, I've even seen people that were supporting and watching Titans season three. And I'm kind of going, hey, you know, that Jeff Johns is all about that, right? I mean. He was part of the problem, too. I don't... It's just interesting. When I see... It's like you can't pick and choose. And then if, like, if you're just going to... You're not going to support it. I mean, I don't know. Should you... How far should you go? Should it just be Walter Hamada DC Films? Should it be Warner Brothers? Like, how... I'm just trying to figure out, like, the... There needs to be, like, a gauge. Like, do you need... Is it just Walter Hamada DC Films now that you're not going to support? Or is it going to be all of Warner Brothers? Because I'm saying, like, we got Dune, that's, that, you know, Warner Brothers, legendary, you know, even I mean, I know it's um, shared, but I'm just kind of going, like, are we, I just, it's just weird. It just seems like it's always constantly moving, this, you know, the gauge is, like, moving, like, what, what are we supposed to not support? Like, th just the people who are pointing the fingers, but, at the, you know, but like I said, uh, yeah, you stand with me, Augustine, I appreciate that. <laughs> Uh, people need to chill. Yeah, I know. People do need to chill. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, just you don't want to support it. Hands down. Go for it. Do you need to tweet it every day? No, please don't. <laughs> you don't need to tweet it every day. OK, but when it comes to. Um, yeah. And then if you want to support the Flash movies or future movies that, yes, Hamada, sadly, is going to be part of. And then it's kind of interesting, too, when you think about it, it's like, well, if we get more of the restoration of the Snyderverse and say that they're like, hey, we're going to do Justice League 2, we're going to do Justice League 3. I mean, mind you, that's going to be, you know, years from now. And hopefully, maybe by that time, Walter Hamada will be out there. But what if he's still kind of in there? And, and what if Snyder does 
come back. Of course, he's not going to be full on directing everything. He would probably have to pass it along, but it will still still be very much involved, producer and blah, blah, blah. And if Hamada was still there, I mean, that kind of makes you ask the question, would Zach actually come back if Hamada was still there, if Emmerich was still there? Would he? I think he probably would, as long as he goes, hey, I got to do it my way. They came up with that agreement. And then it kind of asked, like, would Ray Fisher come back if somehow Hamada was kind of involved or something like that? Would he actually come back? Would his dedication to Zach be, would overcome the whole, the, you know, everything that he said about Hamada? I don't know. It's all, there's a lot, there's a lot of, like, areas of the discussion, you know, when it comes to this whole thing. It's really, uh, that's, you know, and, and I've seen a lot of it and I'm kind of just like, I've always been like kind of curious with, um, with a lot of the things that, uh, people were discussing on the timeline when it came to this video right here. And, uh, you know, like I said, just don't let people discourage you. There's going to be people out there. If you're, if you're excited for the flash movie, cause you know, I, 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 I am, I definitely am. Flash is one of my favorite characters, all time favorite characters. Uh, I like the director. I like Ezra, of course, Keaton. And then you got Affleck. You got them all in there. And I'm just kind of wondering if like, if are, are these people going to start calling out Ben Affleck? Are they going to call out? I mean, what if Cavill's in it? Are they going to call out Cavill or are they going to call out Kersey Clemens? And that's where I kind of just go. How far do you, like I said, I'm just kind of just watching things from my, my, Twitter screen, just seeing some of these arguments that happen when it comes to this. But like I said, just do what you want. You know, don't let people discourage you, whether whatever side of the of, of this that you're on, whatever side of the argument you're on. Don't let other people discourage you, you know, do what you want to do. But, uh, yeah, just be peaceful about it. That's all I got to say. That's all. Just be peaceful about it. Anyways, all right, let's move on to uh, Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi reactions. All right, so we got some some Shang-Chi reactions here. You know, we'll go to the Twitter, of course. Um, Let's see, where am I at here? Right here, Shang-Chi. So the premiere was last night, so going down the Shang-Chi... Hashtag right here. We have a lot of people that were, of course, uh, you know, doing some cosplaying and whatnot. We got a little bit of a Wanda right here, looking pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, a lot of people are uh, talking about the uh, the reactions to Shang Chi right here. Drew Taylor says is an absolute triumph, unexpectedly spiritual and emotionally and emotionally um, complex with some of the very best action. That's what I'm looking forward to when it comes to Shang Chi. It looks like it's choreographed pretty damn well. Judging by the trailers, it looks like the action and a lot of that stuff is, it's looking pretty good. That's what I'm looking about for the most. We got Wendy right here. It's phenomenal. Get hyped. Even fight scene action sequence is better than the last. Simi Liu uh, fully embraces the Marvel superhero role. Amazing imagery. Killer soundtrack. <laughs> You'll want to see this on the big screen. So Benedict Wong. Yeah, he was there too, of course. We love Benedict Wong. And, uh, yeah, man, I mean, everybody was pretty much, a lot of people are digging it. We got, we got Brandon Davis right here, director, uh, Dustin Daniel Cretton, uh, brought something so fresh to the MCU, so much style and heart. The action is just absurd, uh, absurdly epic. Simi Liu is a legend. He nails the action sequences, brings the heart and the great timing and Aquafina Bravo with Aquafina Bravo. So, and then even uh, Chloe Zhao was there, of course. She's part of the Marvel family right there. So she was at the premiere as well. And yeah, that's pretty much, yes. 
<laughs> I love that Brandon Davis. Yes, Shang-Chi has post-credit scenes. You knew that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, obviously. Come on. We know that it is. We know that we know that 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 was going to be the case right there, of course. But yeah, a lot of positive response has two post credit scenes. Cool. See, Shang-Chi is a blast. Marvel delivers a what? I don't even know what that fantasy superhero movie mashup. That's a lot more fun uh, than the, how the trailers have been selling it. Exciting action. Great cast. This is the MCU back doing the thing in high level again. Well, that's good. That's good. Even Grace. Good old Grace. Grace. I, would, I know. I need my drops back. Like you guys don't understand, this isn't just a good MCU movie. Shang-Chi is top-tier Marvel for solo movies. And she's talking about, like, up there with Black Panther, Thor Ragnarok. Boo! Um, I would say the first Thor is better, Grace. Just saying. The first Thor, really good. Kenneth Branagh, come on. Um, Captain America Winter Soldier, but yeah. So even Grace right there. And uh, Chris Hemsworth said, welcome to the MCU, Shang-Chi. Can't wait to see this. Yeah, did all that. So it's looking all good here. Some cosplay. Even, uh, hey, you know, Ben Kingsley was there. Interesting, because we know the real Mandarin is uh, in the movie. But, uh, huh, kind of makes you uh, kind of makes you wonder there. What a night. Don't take a second for granted. Okay, so that's not even a review, but, you know. So that's good. Looks like a lot of people uh, having some, uh, oops, having some, um, having some uh, good reactions to Shang-Chi. I, you know, I'm, I'm good. I'm, 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 I can't wait to see it, to be honest. It looks like I'm, I'm, I'm a sucker for some good fucking fight choreography, as long as it's not crazy shaky cam and everything where you can't tell what's going on and you're like getting nauseous and dizzy because of all the shaky cam. I think we'll be good with that so sounds like it was i know grace ugh yeah i get it i get it i know she's not but you know she is a voice in there so sorry for that little glitch but anyways shang chi of course it's gonna be you know it's gonna get good reviews it's just weird to me that it's coming out in september i totally did not even realize until when i saw the trailer i think i saw the trailer for free guy did not even realize like oh wow a marvel movie is coming out in September. I'm like, it's just, it kind of just kind of blew my mind a little bit because the summer blockbuster season, usually by, you know, towards the, probably the third week in August, that's when the summer blockbuster season kind of like ends a little bit, kind of like, you know, starts winding down. And then the September movies, you kind of just go, all right, they fit the horror movies in there because of Halloween, then the following month. They kind of just, it's just kind of interesting the fact that Shang-Chi or like that, a Marvel movie is coming out in September. I mean, next there's going to be a Marvel movie coming out in January. What the hell? That'd be crazy. So, anyways. All right. So, Shang-Chi looking pretty good. All right, let's talk about uh, Black Canary series in development, apparently, guys. Now, this is according to uh, according to uh, Daniel RPK again. So, take it or leave it with uh, whatever you want when it comes to, uh, when it comes to this. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I mean, and I love, I love this image right here. You know, that somebody already put like a, a little logo for it right here. So yeah, so there you go. I like the, I like this logo a lot. A Max Original Black Canary right uh, logo right there that of course emphasizes her voice with the font. So I really, I really kind of, I really dug this when I saw this on my timeline. But yeah, apparently according to that, I mean. 
everybody's been kind of, you know, everybody's been wanting it since Birds of Prey, you know, Journey, Journey Smollett. I think we would like to see more of her. And she's, of course, been wanting to see it as well. So, um, oops. Yeah. So I think, uh, I think she, I think, to be honest, when it comes to, uh, when it comes to, um, when it comes to a Black Canary series, I think they could do a lot more with her. I think uh, when it comes to Smollett doing the character, I didn't like it fully. But then again, I didn't really like the writing when it came to Birds of Prey. There's some things that happened with the writing where I went, no, nah, <laughs> nah. But when it came to her, you know, kicking ass, I thought she did a very good job, you know. I think she did most of her fighting, so I think, you know, why not? And then, of course, if they're going to do this, then you can uh, you can introduce you can introduce uh, an Oliver, because obviously we got to have that, right? And I don't know, it'd be interesting to see who they would actually cast for Oliver. But um, I mean, I, you, you guys, I mean, I, I've always, uh, I mean, when it came to uh, Oliver Queen and who would I who would I cast, it would be. Uh, Oh, what's the Sons of Anarchy guy? I can't remember his name right now. I'm totally drawing a blank. I know you guys will make me remember. Um, geez, why am I totally drawing a blank? Um, Who would, uh, yeah, I don't know. You guys will tell me right here as soon as, yeah, they can introduce Green Arrow into the DCU, which I always wanted. I always wanted, uh, I always wanted like a little scene like somewhere else where, yeah, where we get like an Oliver Queen just like, kind of just like introduced you know it's just 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 a minor thing and then he'd like get his own little run at something but yeah i always had this uh yeah charlie hunnam thank you Aloxu. i was like damn i just burp. i saw his face and i'm like i just watched the gentleman like two years ago two years ago two weeks ago but uh yeah i always wanted charlie hunnam he was always my favorite to uh to be part of that so but yeah, uh, yeah. And then have Poison Ivy. You can have some more. Bring Katana back. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to like an actual Birds of Prey, I mean, that's that's where Birds of Prey fucked up because it wasn't exactly Birds of Prey. That was, I don't know why. They should have just had it. Just call it the Harley Quinn movie. That's all they had to do. Guarantee you that movie would have done better if they just called it the Harley Quinn movie. That's all they had to do. That, that the the fact that they retitled it to birds of prey was stupid dumb because first off it's not all the birds of prey it's like yeah harley she's a wild card pardon the pun but you know it's like it's just she's not exactly part of the birds of prey okay and you, you need to have babs babs needs to be there and they weren't even exactly the birds of prey until the very end it's like okay then make the sequel birds of prey but no they had to like go let's just call it birds of prey but we'll put you know, Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey and the, or the whatever the fuck. I, I don't even remember because that, that the title was ridiculous. And I think that's what they were trying to go for. Oh, yeah, this movie's ridiculous. So let's make the title ridiculous. We're going to make it ridiculously long. And it just didn't work. It just didn't work. So, yeah, it just didn't work. So, fuck it. I don't know. That's just that's that's my opinion on the whole thing of part of the reason why Birds of Prey was not yeah, did not do so well, so, and if it would unnecessary, I mean, I didn't mind the R rating, I, I, I like a good R-rated movie, you know, it's like, whatever, but yeah, they probably could have, they probably could have maybe not even had, I don't know, we have a Harley Quinn movie, I, like, again, my whole thing was like, Valentine's Day, should have had a Harley and Joker movie, 
R-rated, like a natural born killers, mad love, you know, comes together. That would have done gangbusters. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That would have done phenomenal. Okay, Jared Leto, Margot Robbie in a Joker and Harley movie, R-rated, Mad Love meets Natural Born Killers. That would have done gangbusters, okay? And then it's like, and then maybe you could have just like, Harley does her own movie. And then you start introducing, you know, these characters, Black Canary. You know, you start, and Huntress, you, you start bringing those people in. And then you have, then you can spin off of that and do a Birds of Prey movie and bring in Babs. I mean, let's see. And do you have the plan? I think I have a plan for you. I think I had a plan at least back then when it came to this kind of section of the DCU. It's like you could have did it like that. Just could have did it like that. But, of course, they did not. So what can you do? What can you do? Just because I want to keep on seeing Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. I like her as Harley Quinn, even though... Birds of Prey was eh. Suicide Squad, like better. But still, it's like, I, I want more of her because I think she's excellent as Harley Quinn. So, please. Why? Anyways. All right. All right, let's talk about Star Wars Visions. Uh, I'm going to do a reaction. I have yet to see the trailer. So, let's do a nice little uh, reaction to... Uh, to it because yeah i'm curious about it it's like an anime style star wars universe i'm all about it i'm i'm, I'm it sounds like it's going to be something pretty cool so all right let's go ahead and make this full screen let's see what's going on with star wars visions この世の闇と初めて対峙した。闇を感じた。いつかちゃんと家族になれるから。あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ
there's certain movies that I'll like yeah i'll watch and check out and beautiful and like there's something about the anime style that that cannot i know the matrix has tried and other movies various movies have tried to emulate try to wrap flesh around that kind of aesthetic when it comes to anime and you just can't no one's quite i mean i I would say matrix got a little close but still yeah i've always liked that kind of uh you know some certain aesthetic when it came to anime i mean that's gonna be interesting. I mean, I, I I dug the Animatrix when that came out, and that had some anime vibe to it. So, uh, so you know, it's just it looks good. Looks like something different, something fresh, when it comes to the Star Wars universe. So yeah, I'm definitely on board with that. I'll check it out. I saw it the I saw it the start of Bad Batch. Um, I remember when I watched the trailer for Bad Batch, I was like, this is like the Suicide Squad of Star Wars. Sound looks like it. So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, one, uh, uh, one Punch Man. I keep hearing about that. People keep suggesting that to me. So, yeah, I definitely need to, uh, I definitely need to watch that. You know, and I'm not, I'm not a Dragon Ball Z person, though, sadly. It just never really, uh, tickled my fancy. And then I remember seeing a little bit of that Dragon Ball Z, um, live action they try to do. The horror. The horror. My God, I know that was bad. That was that was really bad. That was really bad. So, anyways, guys. All right. So now we got that, and let's go to the Twitch, uh, Twitter questions, I should say. See what you guys have to say about Twitter, and then of course uh, we'll round this up, and then you guys. Uh, whoop, where am I at here? Meow. We'll, uh, we'll go to, of course, the members will do, like, a, a members-only stream right after this. So, of course, that'll be fun. All right. Boop. All right, let's go to this right here. All right, Mr. Darren, Mr. Laugh Now, Cry Later. Would uh, Affleck's Batman movie require a huge budget, or will it not be special effects heavy? And what's your top three favorite Batflex suits? <laughs> um... I don't. It wouldn't cost as much as you know. It wouldn't cost as much, maybe as a Superman movie. There would still there would still obviously be some visual effects because if you want to make Batman look cool, sometimes you're gonna to have to have a little bit of visual effects. But yeah, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't cost as much as some of the other stuff. Nah. But I mean, there takes you know when when he's in the armored suit, which is probably one of my top three. Um, I would say the BVS suits top. You know the first the first one, and then. Uh, and then the nightmare suit would probably be three. Um, that still requires CGI to be involved with it. So there's still some CGI that's going to be needed in there. There's going to be a lot of practical stuff, though, of course. Uh, Mr. Eric, the question is, what's it going to take for Ray to get that apology? Is he going to have to wait until David Zaslav, etc., formally come to power? If so, is the apology going to have to come from the new leadership, not Hamada himself. Now, it needs to come from uh, Hamada himself. That's the thing. It's like it specifically needs to be uh, Hamada himself. And, yes, happy uh, Lois Lane Day. I forgot forgot that today was Lois Lane Day. That's right. I'll do my duty and watch some more Terry Hatcher Lois Lane because Terry Hatcher Lois Lane was hot. Anyways, yeah, uh, it's going to have to come directly from him. I don't think it's going to, you know, no. It's got to come from those guys. Uh, Aaron, uh, Aaron Bailey, what are your box office predictions for Shang-Chi? I think it'll definitely do better than the Suicide Squad and Free Guy, 
but it's still going to have that pandemic box office. It's not going to reach a hundred million, but I think it'll, I'm going to say 60 to 70. No, I'm going to say 55 to six, 55 to 65. There you go. That's my guess. Ryan, great men do great things. Trey Parker and Matt Stone have bought the saved uh, Casa Bonita from destruction. That's right. I heard about this, and uh, thank you, Ryan. I, I think you tweeted me about it, and I saw it trending like last weekend or whatever the hell. But, yeah, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, they bought uh, Casa Bonita. I've never been there, so but they, they are rich as fuck, so they can totally buy whatever the hell they want. Andrea, are you going to watch The Flash when it comes out? Yes. After Ray's interview, had me thinking we would be supporting Hamada's reign. If we do, I really want to watch it, but he has a really good point. Yeah, I mean, well, his point is just that he's not going to support it, you know, until he gets a thing. So, yeah, I mean, it's whatever. I'm still going to watch it, you know, just because movies and The Flash and Muschietti, I want to I want to see it. So, Carrie, Dave, do you think that part of uh, the Suicide Squad's failure is partly due to the general audiences being more interested in a shared universe now and Gunn's movie wasn't connected to anything? Is that why interest wasn't there? Probably partially, yes. I know it's a lot of reasons, but I wonder if this is a, might be a factor. I think so, because I think even Paul, uh, heavy spoilers, he talked about how he thinks it's he, he didn't think it was going to do well because, you know, I mean, sadly, I know. The, the Marvel formula, we all kind of get tired of it. But at the same time, it's like it's working for them. And as much as I'm like going, I, I, I don't need everything connected. But the general audience is kind of going, yeah, and, you know, they need something connected. So, yeah, so I think that was a factor. Santiago, this isn't a question, but I just pre-ordered the Zack Snyder Justice League Batman, uh, Superman Batman set. Well, good for you, man. Did you order two? Send me one. Uh, Mr. Q, does does the Cosmos have a reason? Yeah, you... <sighs> no, they don't. John, honestly, all things considered, I do think Ray will get his apology, albeit it'll be when Discovery take over, and it'll most likely be that Walter was forced into making the apology, which will probably be half-arsed at best. But he'll get it. Well, let's hope. Hashtag WB apologize to Ray Fisher. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Um, I don't know. I hope that it happens. Give him the apology. And apologize to Zack Snyder, too. Uh, Edward, hey, Dave. DC fandom. Fandom? Needs to be bigger than last year. I hope there isn't a lot of talk, but more presenting in trailers and announcements. They have competition a month after with Disney hosting their own thing. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there's going to be some good stuff that's going to show up there. They're probably, we're going to get another uh, trailer for the Batman. We're going to have probably some Black Adam tees, some Flash tees, Shazam tees. There's going to be plenty there. We'll see what happens. Uh, David, the Batman, how do you think the flash is going to play out plot wise or how would you want it to play out? Well, you know, I just, I, I, I mean, I do want it to be in the sense of that flashpoint type of story, but of course it's going to be different, which I'm all about, you know, and I just want it to, you know, I want it to run smoothly. Pardon the pun. Um, I mean, it's hard. It's going to be hard to beat this scene. Of course, that's going to be a very difficult scene to, to top. And I want Andy to strive to try to beat it. And I want him to beat it. 
I don't think he will because that's just this scene. It's just gold. It's gold standard right here. The the flash scene that we, of course, talked about how it's a perfect scene. Um, but I want Andy to fucking strive to have a certain, you know, something involved with it. You know, Snyder definitely laid the, the, the big time foundation. It's like, dude, try to, you know, try to top some shit. You know, why not? I'm just saying. And I think, uh, you know, he maybe maybe he'll be able to do it. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll definitely see what happens. So one, nothing. Hmm. Interesting. All right. But anyways, guys, so that's pretty much it. When it comes to Film Junkie Live today, thank you for joining me as per usual. Make sure you smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Hit that subscribe button. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. And then, of course, we've got the members. If you want to become a member, I'm going to do a members-only stream right after this. You guys can pick my brain a little bit. Talk to me privately. I guess, well, members only, you know, it's like an exclusive club. If you want to join the Patreon, Patreon is also, uh, also available. If you want to support the pirate ship right there, um, try to post, try to post some more stuff on there, you know, stuff I'm working on and everything. And then of course, merchandise down below, which hopefully, uh, I'll be getting some more, um, hopefully I'll be getting some more, um, shirts. I mean, I'm going to get some Batman. I'm going to get the Batman, the animated shirt in there. And then, uh, a couple more ideas, of uh some of the other um some of the other shirts that that are going to be in there all right guys appreciate it love you and i'll talk to you later